of life come to weigh me down But I'm not moved by what I see They come and they go, but I stand strong By His word that lives in me I am stronger, I am wiser By His Spirit, by His Word, yeah.
sacrifice Lord I fall upon my knees and my heart and spread out my hands unto you Lord forgive me my sins and those of my fathers and restore your glory As I came to sacrifice, Lord, I fall upon my knees, rend my heart, and spread out my hands before you. Please forgive me my sins, and those of my fathers, and restore. And may you not cast me away, cast me not away from thy presence, Lord. Take not thy glory from me. Lord, forgive my sins and those Restore your glory unto me. 
as I can through sacrifice. Lord, I fall upon my knees, rend my heart, and spread out my hands before you. Please forgive me my sins and those of my fathers, and restore your glory unto me. And may you not cast me away, cast me not away from thy presence, Lord. Lord, restore. 
nyankopon adie nyina wura ewura mu nyina eja ene edansho uma yadawase yeshoni monyam eyawukasie ema wakwaba adeba yejumadie a ene daya ewadie siesie ade amaye ewade nyawaye no ebro ya dwene ne ntiasie so nyawaye nyawoye ne nyawo babaye no wonipa ntume ntiasie esanse wonipa ne nyankopon na watie urade ase we urade nko na wote wonwa ase na wonim nyawoyo ana wonim nyaye ade ma woma enunti na ne wodi enedansu achaye Enunti nyeye kane se rade ya dawase ye shewe ni monyam Otu mfuo ipeja wudin kase rade uye ewe mu ewe Eni onyam nyina hene kesiyo nyina hene Atumu nyina eja enede ya dawase ye shewe ni monyam eka mfuo wudin God, we thank you, I am Tanaya, we thank you, Asian of Days, once again, we praise your name we adore your name and we lift up your name today on high. Doing is so awesome, so great, and so marvelous in our life. And today we have nothing to say than to say that Lord, we appreciate you, we thank you, and we adore your name. Domino Mobrohono, as you empty and a mammy knew me, no, and there, Yadaso, Yatiasia. Why, what day, Yasa, and ye, Nimdia, Yam Paye, be a Timibo, and yet, Tinane, Abrabo, be a yabo, and Nunti, and a ma, and there, Yatiasia. Bina, as we are so, Ama, and there, Yanso, Yababeka, at Yasafu. Nedwo and Nedwo and Ne Juada. Fourteen today in the month of March twenty twenty-two, the fourteenth day. This Monday edition on our prayer line here at the hour of Gethsemane. Spirit of God, once again, we welcome you, we thank you, and we appreciate you, Jesus. Today is another day, another glorious day, another awesome day that the Lord has made. So, you and I, we have to rejoice and be happy for what the Lord has done for us. For us, you and I, we are partaker of this day. It means that God has something special that He has prepared for His people. And you and I, we are a beneficiary. So we are thanking Him today, appreciating Him, and giving Him all the adoration and all the honor. That He is the great God. Yadawase, 
Ebabe <laughs> Ebabe <laughs> It is not a plan of God. It is not a motive of God. It is not God's objective for His people to go through any ordeal that you and I we are going through today. Time for you and I to testify. It is time for you and I to see the mighty hand of God, the powerful hand of God, and the awesome work of God. Time for you and I to see the wonders of God. It is time for you and I to see the miracle or the or, 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 or the miraculous power and the works of our Lord and Master Jesus. Don't be disturbed. Don't be perturbed. Spirit of God, we thank you today. We bless your name. Welcome you. Let me wish something right now and let me pray a prayer for somebody who is online on this Monday edition, the beginning of this week edition on our prayer line here. 
at the hour of Gethsemane from the book of Jeremiah chapter 50, Jeremiah chapter 50, the verse number 33 to the verse number 34. Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, among the major prophets. And I'm reading from the chapter 50, the verse number 33 and the verse number ま、お、ボニニ、え、ウ、ん、たんさ。お、ボニニ、あ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、ウ、
the people of Judah as well. And the people of Judah as well. Remove Judah and place your family there. Place your husband, your children, your wife, and all your siblings at where Judah is. Let me pray a prayer for somebody right now. Let me pray a prayer for somebody. And the Bible continues to say that all their captives hold them fast. All their captives, their captives, they hold them fast. Refusing to let them go. Katush. The captives of Israel and Judah, they are holding them very fast and they are refusing to let them go. Somebody say, let them go. Kayata. Also, the people are oppressing the people of Israel and that of Judah. And the Bible said the captains are holding them so fast. They are holding them tight. They are holding them with strong armor, strong army. My God, and the Bible said, Halakata, Brantayada, Haliko, Shapalaba. And they are refusing to let them go. My God. In the book of verse number 34, the Bible says, Yet the Redeemer is strong. The Bible says, Yet, even though they are refusing to let the people of Israel go, but yet the people of Israel, their Redeemer, my God, Katush. Bible say yet the people of Israel, the Redeemer is strong. Somebody say, wherever you are right now, wherever you are right now, say that my Redeemer, my Redeemer is strong. My Redeemer is strong. Say that right now. Hayata. And Judah are refusing to let them go, yet their Redeemer is strong. 
to tell somebody right now that your Redeemer is strong. Your Redeemer is powerful. Your Redeemer is Yeshua Amashiach. I will continue to say that the Lord Almighty is His name. The Lord Almighty is His name. Your Redeemer is strong. And the name of your Redeemer is the Lord Almighty. The Lord Almighty is His name. And the Bible said, He will what? Vigorously defend their cause. The Bible said, and the Lord will vigorously, He will vigorously defend His people. The Lord will vigorously defend His people. Hayata. The meaning of that word to be to be vigorous means to be strong. In other words, to be energetic. So God will strongly defend His people. The Bible said He will vigorously defend their cause. It means that God will strongly, God will dynamically defend His people. God will defend you. God so that you tell somebody that your Redeemer lived and his name is the Lord Almighty and he will vigorously defend your cause. Kayata. Whatever cause that you are fighting, whatever cause that is before you, the Lord said I should tell somebody today at, the prayer, at our prayer line, at the hour of Gethsemane, that he, the Lord, he will strongly defend your cause. The Bible and the Lord will vigorously defend your cause. Hayata. That saith the Lord, this is what the Lord Almighty, this is what the I am that I am, this is what the ancient of death is saying, that my people Israel, they are oppressed, and the people of Judah as well, all their captives hold them fast, and the Bible said they are refusing to let my people go, yet their Redeemer is strong. Bible say yet their Redeemer is strong. Even though the enemy is refusing to let you go, even though the devil is refusing to let you go, is refusing to let you have your freedom, is refusing to you for, for, for you to have your emancipation, your expansion and your elevation. But God said, I should tell somebody today that your Redeemer lived in the name of your Redeemer is the Lord Almighty. And the Bible said, He will vigorously, my God, the meaning of that word to be vigorous, mean the Lord will be so strong, the Lord will be powerful, my God, powerfully, the Lord will defend your cause. Somebody say, the Lord will defend my cause. Somebody say that word, the Lord will defend my cause. We are talking about the ancient of days, we are talking about the Alpha and the Omega. 
because even though the enemy is refusing to let your marriage go, is refusing to let your business go, even though the devil is refusing to let your health go, but the Bible said, He, the Lord, He will vigorously defend your cause. Hayata. He will vigorously defend your business. He will vigorously defend your Christian life. He will vigorously defend your ministry. He will vigorously defend your marriage. The Lord will vigorously defend your education. And the Bible said, I should tell somebody that He, the Lord, His name is the Almighty. His name is called the Almighty. The Almighty. I am that I am the ancient of days. I love Jesus so much. I love him so much. I love his word. That say the word of God. That say the word of God. It is not the word of man written by mere mortal, but it is an inspiration from the Spirit of God. His people. That is why when I was reading, I said, remove the name Israel and put your name there. And remove Judah and put your family there. And the Lord is about doing something awesome. Something great, something supernatural and something miraculous in your life today. Said in the verse number 33, said, Yet the Redeemer is strong, the Lord is his name, and he continued to say that he will vigorously defend their cause. The Lord will vigorously defend your cause. The I am that I am, He will vigorously defend your cause. Whatever you are going through, whatever you are pursuing, whatever that is your dream, whatever that is your ambition, whatever that is your purpose, whatever that is your resolution, the Bible says that you tell somebody that He will vigorously defend your cause. Tell He will powerfully defend your strong. Your he will strongly defend. He will strongly defend your cause. Not only defend you, but strongly defend your cause. Vigorously, he will defend your cause. Kayata. this and pray this prayer for you right now even before we start our segment today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane is where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors and the hour of Gethsemane is the hour of prayer it is the hour of prayer and the Bible continues to say that so that he may bring rest to their land so that he may bring rest to their land also as you tell somebody that he's bringing a rest somebody you have fought for a very long time. You have fought battles. You've gone through hell. You've gone through a lot in life. And the Bible says, as you tell somebody today that he is bringing rest. He is bringing rest to your land. He is bringing rest to your house. He is bringing rest to your life. He is bringing rest to your family. The meaning of that word rest means the Lord I am, that I am will favor you. He will put smile. He will put smile on your face. He honor you, he will defend you, he will lift you up, and he will position you at the place of greatness. Finally, he said, but unrest to those 
who live in Babylon unrest to your enemies. The Lord is bringing rest to somebody. The Bible said, He, the Lord, will bring what we call unrest to the Babylonian. He will bring unrest to your enemy. Whoever that stands to oppress you, whoever that stands to fight against you, the Bible said the Lord will bring unrest to them. My God is. Somebody right now that in the mighty name of Jesus, may God arise, may God arise and fight your cause for you right now. May God arise and defend your cause. May the I am that I am arise in your family. May God arise in your business. May God arise in your spiritual life. May God arise in your marriage and defend your cause for you now in the name of Jesus. I pray that may God defend your cause, the cause of your marriage, the cause of your business. The cause of your finances, the cause of your spiritual life, the cause of your ministry. I pray now in the name of Jesus, may the heaven arise and defend your cause. The Bible says, Yet the Redeemer live, and his name, oh my God, is the I am that I am, and he will vigorously defend you. He will vigorously defend your cause. Whatever cause, whatever battle that you are going through on this earth, I pray that in the name of Jesus, may God arise and defend your cause now in the name of Jesus and may God bring you peace my God may the heaven bring you peace in your mind may you receive peace in your heart may you receive peace in your relationship and marriage may you receive peace in your business may you receive peace in your finances may you receive peace in the name of Jesus Christ I pray for somebody that receive peace now Judgment that in the name of Jesus Christ, may God bring you rest and may God bring confusion in the camp of your enemy. And the Bible said He will bring unrest to the people that live in Babylon. He will bring unrest, He will bring confusion, He will bring shame, He will bring embarrassment. I pray that those that stand against, stand, that are standing up against you, lifting up a standard against your dream, lifting up a standard against your destiny, your marriage, your finances, and all that pertains to your life, I pray that may God lift up a standard against them. May God bring them an unraged in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody go online, you can hear me, just type a big amen right now. God bless you.
Shari, I welcome you all today to our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. This is where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. And the hour of Gethsemane is the hour of prayer. At the hour of Gethsemane, we say we are unstoppable, we are unbreakable, we are undeniable, and we are unshakable. Welcome you all. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you for joining our prayer line today on the, on on our Monday edition at the hour of Gethsemane. Good morning, everywhere you are. Good afternoon, wherever you are. God bless you. Remain blessed and remain favored and honored. Good Lord, continue to bless you and keep you. May you continue to live under the shelter and under the tabernacle of our Lord and Master Jesus. You are blessed and you are highly favored and somebody you are highly honored under the anointing and under the influence of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. Most high, most high, you are the most high. Madam Eva Berima, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. Madam Eva, you are welcome. God bless you. God bless you. I believe the family is doing well. God bless you, Madam Eva Berima. Yes, Sister Patient. God bless you, Sister Patient. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well. God bless you, my dear. You are welcome and God bless you. Also welcome, my brother Peter Beckham. Peter, how are you? I believe you are doing well. God bless you, Peter Beckham. Bridget, very my, my dear sister Bridget, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. God bless you. You are welcome to our Monday edition of our prayer line here at the hour of Gethsemane. God bless you.
welcome Austin Gobleshi. Austin Gobleshi for joining us today. And I pray Allah they have got so many Gobleshi. Glory be to God that you are doing well, my dear sister, patient. God bless you. Uh, by the grace of God, I'm also doing wonderfully. I'm blessed and I'm highly favored. My family is doing well. God bless you all. This very month of March, we've been looking at a very important, a very key theme in the Bible. And by the grace of God, we, we are making a headway. And as we started even from last month of February, looking into the grace of God, the grace of God. And our team is returning to Greece, returning to Greece and by the grace of God, we were able to go through the definition or the meaning of grace from last month. We, 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 we started touching on the type of grace, or in other words, we said God relates to his people through grace. So we looked at how God related to his people through grace, which another person or somebody can also put it the benefit of grace. Anywhere you want to put it, that is okay. And um, we are making a headway by the grace of God. We're able to finish that last week. And this week, we have a lot of things to talk about. This week, I'll be doing uh, more of teaching. And I'll be praying also subsequently uh, in the course of our session. So this week, possibly, we're talking about some of the sad things that under our series, we're talking about we are saved by grace through faith. Possible we'll talk about that today. And then grace is the power and ability of God operating through us. When we're looking at the meaning or the definition, at the second side of the coin, that 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 is one of the meaning or the definition of grace. We'll also be looking at the Holy Spirit. Is the spirit of grace. We look at the grace of God was upon Jesus Christ. And the grace of God was upon Apostle Paul and then the other apostles. We'll be looking at let your speech always be with grace. Let your words, let what come out of you always be with grace. And then we'll be looking at do not abuse the grace. 
do not abuse the grace. Stay humble with the grace. And then we'll look at, do not receive the grace of God in vain. Continue in the grace of God. And then, finally, receiving the grace of God. And there's something that already, in the beginning, most of these things, I'll be going through uh, them in a short session. Because through the grace and by the grace of God, we'll talk about, we've touched on almost everything here. I just want to give you only a short or small insight. And then I believe God so strongly that before this month comes to a close, we'll be able to finish this series and then continue a new theme, God willing, next month. God bless you all. And uh, possibly God willing, next week, we are going to have Apostle Paul Reginald uh, on, 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 on our platform. I was speaking to him today. Possibly next week he's going to be free, so he is going to pray with us. And Pastor Andrea will also be coming along to pray with us. So God bless you, and I welcome you especially. I say in the Spirit of God, may the grace of God continue to be with you, and may you continue to swim in the grace of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. Welcome, Lydia. God bless you. You are welcome. How are you doing? I believe you are doing well. You are welcome, Lydia. God bless you. And his part. You can't keep yours. He will help you keep your part and keep his part because he is God and he is just. You are the covenant. You are. Okay, so let's start something today. Let's start something. Let's do something today. So, precious one, by the grace of God, we'll be able to uh, look at the definition of grace. So, let me just go back a little to talk about what the grace of God is. In the beginning, starting from last month, we said the grace of God is just like a coin. And as we have one side and the other side of the coin, the first side of the coin in relation to grace had to do with the unmerited favor of God, the mercy of God, the compassion of God, the acceptance, the kindness, the graciousness of God, goodwill of God, and the divine assistant. And at the other side of the coin, we said 
grace is the divine life, the divine life, the power and ability of God flowing and operating through us in order to give us the supernatural power and ability for ministry, for sanctification, justification, glorification, and all that we can make mention of. So today we are looking at we are saved by grace through faith. That is what I want us to look at today. That it is through the grace of God. It is through the grace. So what I was talking about, how God relate to his people, for those of us who have been following, I made mention of the saving grace of God. The saving grace of God. But today I just wanted to go a little detail on that. That every child of God, every man of God, every pastor, apostle, teacher, evangelist, a prophet, and all, the, serv- the servants in the house, and anyone that has given his or her life to Christ, it's not just only a personal decision, but it was a decision of faith. And it is through grace that has made it possible for you and I to, to be a partaker of the auction work of Christ on the cross. So last week we saw that you and I, through the grace of God, we have been predestined. And not only the predestined or the predestination, He has called us. And when He called us, He glorified us. He justifies us. So when we talk about salvation, when we talk about salvation, being saved, it is solely, solely the work of what? God's grace. That is why in the beginning I shared that if we're a child of God today and through the grace of God, you and I, we are still living under the light. If you see somebody out there who is still not in the light, but in the darkness in the world, fornicating, stealing, gossiping, murdering, drinking, smoking, don't point fingers, don't condemn, because the grace of God is available. And that is the reason why Jesus Christ came down to this earth for you and I to have this opportunity today. So the opportunity is still available for those that are in the world there 
And that is the reason why God has given you and I this level of grace to go out there and to reach out to them, to speak. So as I said, if it is about righteousness, Christ wouldn't have come. But Christ came for the sinner or the sinners, not the righteous. I said this last week. So today we are looking at we are saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. Through faith in what? In Jesus Christ. Not any other thing. We cannot be saved through any other medium, any other God, any other Lord. We can't attain salvation without Jesus Christ, without the work that our Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross. So, thank God we've talking about the prevenient grace where the Spirit of God prompt and convict us of our sins after the word has been preached, after the word has been heard, and the Spirit convicted us for us to understand that the life that I'm living today is not a life that God expects from me. So it is better I put off everything. Because Jesus came down to this earth to die for me, to save me from my sins. So in John 1, 12, the Bible says, as many that believe and receive. So as we believe and receive, means that we have faith in Jesus Christ. To them, he has given us the power and the authority, the mandate to become his sons. That is where salvation is. So we are saved by the grace through faith in Jesus Christ. If you and I will have faith in our Lord and Master Jesus, Jesus Christ, that is where we attain salvation. So we are not saved by our works. We are not saved because we are living a, 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 a special life. We are not saved because we did a special work for God. We are not saved because I'm preaching. I am not saved because uh, maybe I, 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 I'm praying. No, we are not saved through any work, but we are saved solely by the grace of God through faith in our Lord and Master Jesus. I have 11 texts to read under this, but because the test is many, I'm going to read maybe three or four or maximum five because almost all is talking about this particular sub team. And I'll be reading the first one from Ephesians chapter 2, Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. The Bible said, For by grace you have been saved through what? Faith. Somebody here. So that's why I'm saying that we are saved. We are saved by grace through what? Faith. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. He's saying that 
For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not of works, least anyone boast of it. So the salvation we've been saved, and now through the grace, leave it under the light. There is no boast in it that it is awake. We don't boast that I'm righteous, I'm holy. It's solely the work of God. So we attribute our holiness and our righteousness to our Lord and Jesus Christ, who came and pacified, I would say, or was crucified. And then atoned for our sin. Mind you, last week I said that you and I can be holy. We can be holy through the work of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ on the cross. Not our doing. Not ourselves. Not a work, a special thing that we have done or a special thing that we are doing so the bible said for by grace you have been saved through our faith which means that it is through the grace of god that is why you and i we've gotten this opportunity or this very privilege to be a partaker of god's kingdom or of god's family so now we belong to the family of our Lord and Master Jesus Christ. Now we join hands with Christ and we are going to share the inheritance of our, of, our, of, our, of our God with Jesus Christ because of the grace of God. Mind you that last week when I was talking about adoption, I was saying that if we want to look at it, we are not Jew, so which means that we are Gentiles. So it is through the predestination where God predestined you and I to be saved at this particular time. He called us and adopted us. He purchased us. He bought us. Not with money. Not with gold. Not with silver. But with his precious blood with his what precious blood yesterday i was teaching something in the church and was uh, and, and and the theme has to do with the blood sacrifice and in the olden days in the old testament mind you that the bible said god created man in his own image after his likeness we are the image and the likeness of god so when the first adam sinned that God was created. That bond was broken. And that bond can only be restored through a human blood. But God is not a wicked God to be killing people. God is not wicked 
that every year we have to pick one person from our family for sacrifice for our sins. So God was using an animal's blood in place of a human blood. Which is not a perfect sacrifice. That is why every year, every year, they have to go to Jerusalem and pacify for their sins and atone for their sins. And mind you, the high priest has to atone for himself and his family, atone for the Holy of Holies, atone for the tent of worship, atone for the altar. And then the people of Israel atone for their sins with a bull, a blood of a bull, a blood of a sheep, a blood of a goat. So the perfect sacrifice or the perfect blood for this sacrifice was a human blood. So that is why God had to bring his only son, the blood that speaketh better things than that of Abel, the blood of Jesus, for this atonement once and for all so the atonement of jesus by using his own blood is once and for all so that you and i the grace will be sufficient for you and i today to be here if not every year we would have been bringing goat and sheep and bringing bull or cattle to offer sacrifice for ourselves and our family every year to the high priest. But by the grace of God, Jesus Christ came in to do all this work. And now you and I will have no other work to do again. The only work is our faith in Jesus. That's why I said we are saved by grace through our faith. In Jesus Christ. And let me read the second one in Second Timothy chapter 9, chapter 1, verse 9. The Bible says that who was saved, it said, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling. With what? A holy calling. Not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace which was given to us in Christ. So the grace of God is given to us in what? In Christ Jesus, before time one began. Is somebody here? Who has saved us and called us with what? A holy calling. So God has called you and I with what? A holy calling. According to his own what? Purpose and grace, not according to our works, not according to our righteousness, not according to our holiness, but he has called us according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ. So this grace is given to us through Christ Jesus, only in Christ Jesus, that the grace of God can be found. The grace of God can be found anywhere apart from a faith in Jesus Christ. So a faith in Jesus Christ will give us the lenses of the grace of God without you and I working or doing anything 
extraordinary to acquire or to get. Let me read our, test, our third verse, the third verse. And we are reading the third verse from the book of Romans. Romans chapter 11, verse 6. Romans 11, verse 6. And the Bible said, And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. But if it is of works, it is no longer what grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. Okay, let me explain this. This is very simple. It's no confusion. All what the book of Romans chapter 11 verse 6 is saying that. If the salvation that we have today is by grace as Ephesians 2, 8 says, then it is no longer of works. It is no longer of our work. Our effort. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. So grace refuses to be grace if attaining grace is by works. Because we say grace is what? The kindness of God. We said the grace of God is the unmerited favor of God. We said the grace of God is the compassion of God, the mercies of God. The grace of God is what? The undeserved blessings, or in other words, a free gift. Grace is a free gift. So if we have to work for grace, then it means that grace refuses to be what? Grace. So there's no way. It is a free gift. It is a free gift. It is a free gift of God to or for his people. You're welcome, Pastor Andrea. How are you? Pastor Andrea, you're welcome. First lady, you're welcome. God bless you. Okay, for all those that joined, uh, Cynthia, you're also welcome. God bless you all for joining us today. We are looking at a sub-team today. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ. We are saved by grace through faith in Christ Jesus. Let me read the fourth verse. I say we have 11. I'm not going to read all the 11. I'm going to read about 4 or 5. The fourth one says that, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into his grace. Somebody get here. Through what? Whom? Also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Therefore, having been justified, last week I said that justification is by faith in Jesus Christ. And that is the work of what? Grace. So last we talk about the justifying what? Grace. So having we having been justified 
Now we have access by faith into what? His grace. We now have room. We now have a pathway to assess the grace of God through what? Justification. So we have been justified through faith and we've had access. Access into his grace. And I said last week that justification simply had to do with being made right with God. And we cannot do anything to be made right with God apart from faith in Jesus Christ. So our faith in Jesus Christ justifies us and makes us right with God. Okay. Let's look at the fifth verse. Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2 verse 11. The Bible said, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men. So you see, as I said earlier, no grace, no salvation. There is no salvation without grace. Salvation is attained solely through the grace of God. Through what? The grace of God. So we are saved for grace of God that brings what? Salvation has appeared unto all men. And you see, salvation, as I said earlier, is for everyone that believe, that receive our Lord and Master Jesus. Our only work is to believe, is to have faith, is to receive our Lord Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. That is all. Our Lord and our personal Savior. So the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared unto all men, all men, not selected, not to the Jews, but both the Jews and the Gentile, the whole world. So the grace of God that brings about salvation has appeared unto you. So it is through this appearance that has given you another opportunity today to be called saint. I am a saint. So you can call me Saint George. I don't need to die before you call me Saint. Pastor Andrea doesn't need to die before I call I call her Saint Andrea. Lydia doesn't need to die before I call her Saint Lydia. Same as Peter. We are saved and cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ. We've been justified, made right with God. We are now part of Christ's family. We are now part of the universal church. We are saved. I am a saint, you were saved. And this is the sole work of the grace of God that brings about salvation. That has saved us from the world and have made us right with God, or in other words, have reconciled us back to our Father. Let me read the, the, the last verse, and I will look at our second thing in the book of Acts chapter 15, verse 11. That will be the last verse I'm going to read under 
saved by grace through faith. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved in the, in the same manner as they. That is Acts 15 verse 11. But we believe that through the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, we shall be saved. It is through the grace of God that brings about salvation. It is through the grace of God. Only, solely, it is not any work, so any, any special work, special prayers that brings about salvation, special fasting that brings about salvation, special giving or, 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 or a special seed that brings about salvation. No, it is solely the work of of the grace of God and the grace of God is a free gift of God. The grace of God is what a free gift of God is a gift that God has given unto us free of charge. And you and I, we are not paying anything at all. No amount of works. No amount of works, no matter how good and holy we think those works may be, will ever be good enough to get us back in the good grace of our Lord and Savior. So don't think that you can do anything good, any work to attain the grace of God. There's nothing. Nothing can be done to attain the grace of God apart from what? Our faith. Our faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Receiving Jesus as our Lord and a personal Savior. Through our faith. Let me look at something small before I look at the second thing and then we'll pray. Ritualism, legalism and, and, and works. out when it comes to the grace of God. I'm talking about ritualism. There's something that will have to be done. Some kind of spiritual direction that can break salvation. Never. Some kind of legalism that is, this is what, there is some kind of trend. There is something that you have to do To attain salvation. Apart from faith in Jesus Christ. They have no place in a personal salvation with the Lord. And they have absolutely no place when working with an unsaved person. In an effort to thrive and get them saved. So as we pray with people, our friends, our family, the world. As we share the word of God. There is no ritualism. There is no legalism. That can be used to, pers- to, to, to persuade them to be saved. But the only is for them to confess Jesus Christ. To receive Jesus Christ. Have their faith in Jesus Christ. Be justified. And that is the only way. God has made accepting his free gift 
of eternal salvation through his son Jesus Christ as easy as he possibly could. Very easy. Nothing. No ritualism. No legalism. Nothing. No procedure. The only procedure is that God has made his son Jesus Christ available. He has made his son Jesus Christ available as we receive him, as we believe in him, as we place our faith in him. And you and I, the grace is sufficient. He said, my grace is sufficient. My grace is what? Sufficient. Remember, last week, when we talk about what? The sustaining what? Grace. The sustaining what? Grace. The Bible said, his grace is what? Is sufficient. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Second Corinthians chapter, chapter 12, verse 9. He said, my grace is sufficient for you. It's sufficient for you, what? For you and I. And his, his, and his power is made what? Perfect in our weakness. So the grace of God is sufficient. The grace of God is available. The grace of God always abound. The only thing is for us to let our friends, our family, our loved ones understand that the grace of God can only be attained through our faith in Jesus Christ. There is no other work. No giving of money. No, not even building a house for God. Not building a church for God. Not doing anything special. But our faith in our Lord and Master Jesus Christ.
let me talk about the second thing for today and then let's pray. The second thing I want to talk about under the grace of God is that grace is the power and ability of God operating through us. I hope you remember this very well. The second phase of the coin grace is the power. An ability of God operating through us. The power of God, the ability of God operating through us. Last we talk about the preached grace, the grace of working miracle, and all those things. So the power and the ability of God that is operating through his people is the grace of God. If I can preach, if you can preach, if you can speak, a miracle will happen. If you can speak and the blind will see, it is the power and the ability of God operating through you. And that is the work of what? Grace. That is the work of what? God's grace. Let me take some scriptures very quick and then I'll end here and then we'll pray. Let's read from Acts chapter 4, the book of Acts chapter 4. Verse 33, Acts 4, 33. And the Bible said, And with great power, and with great power, the apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great grace was upon them all. Mm. I love this. The Bible said, And great what? Grace was upon them all. And with great power, the apostle gave witness. So, the apostles, Peter, Paul, John, Paul, and all the other apostles. Mind you that at Pentecost, at the day of Pentecost, when the Spirit of God came upon them, the Bible says they were filled with what? Power. They were filled with authority. They were filled with the anointing of God. And the Bible said that particular day Peter spoke and about 3,000 people gave their life to Christ. So last we saw Apostle Paul speaking. His handkerchiefs, his shadow was healing. We saw Jesus Christ. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has what? Anointed me. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has what? Anointed me. So the apostles gave witness to the resurrection of Jesus Christ through what? The grace that was upon them all. And with great power. The apostle gave witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. And great what? Grace was upon them. Great grace was upon them. So all the great men of God that you can make mention of today, preaching powerfully, healing, miracle, prophesying, it is through what? The grace of God. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 1. You therefore my son... You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace. Be what? Be strong in the in the grace that is in Christ. Be strong in the grace that is in what? Christ. 
So, if you will be a child of God and you will be a strong Christian, a strong child of God, standing all temptations, standing all trials, it is through what the grace of God that has given you that power. That is why we talk about the sustaining grace. He said, My grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient. So he said, You therefore, my son, be strong in the grace. Be strong in the grace. That is in what? Christ Jesus Christ. Second Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. And God is able to make all grace abound towards you. That you always having all sufficiency in all things have an abundance for every good work. Abundance of every good work. So we can have an abundance of good works through the grace of God. It is through the grace of God you can do. You can't do any good thing without the grace of God. You see, God is able to make all grace abound towards us. So it means that he has made the grace available. He has made his grace possible for you and I. That you always having all sufficiency in all things. So we can be sufficient in all things through what? The grace of God. So we are saying today that when we talk about the grace of God, the grace is the power and the ability of God operating through us. So we saw the apostles. They were able to minister effectively, powerfully. Peter and John at the gate called beautiful. You remember the healing? It is through the grace of God. So as you see in this these scriptures that I've just read the grace of God is also the power and the ability of God operating through us so that you and I we can effectively and efficiently work in whatever that He, the Lord, will be willing for us to do for Him in this life. So, whatever God wants you and I to do for Him on this earth, without the grace of God. There is no way we can what? Be successful. So in your marriage, you need the grace of God. In that office, the grace of God. That is, is, the, is, is the grace of God that is keeping you. In that business, it is the grace of God that is keeping you. So from the text that we read, there are other ones I'll add. You will get to understand that the grace of God is the, is, 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 is the power and the ability of God operating through us. So if I can preach, and you say today the message was powerful. If I can pray and say today the session was powerful. This ability, this power, is the work of the grace of God. That is operating through what? His people. So whatever that God has given unto his people, he apportioned grace for that to be efficiently and effectively executed. So, whatever that God wants you to do on this earth, until we understand that it is through the grace that we can achieve. And we want to think that 
We can use our skill, we can use our knowledge, we can use our experience, we can use our wisdom. We will fail along the line. We are going to fail. And you tend to blame God. But in the beginning, you are thinking that your experience was enough. The experience is not enough. The knowledge we've acquired, the skill is not enough. The grace of God. It is, it is the power and the ability of God. This same divine power is also needed for us to be able to be properly sanctified in the Lord. Along with helping us overcome different types of sin, addiction, and temptations. If you and I will understand that there are some particular sin, there are some particular addiction, there are some particular temptation that needs the backing of God's power, that needs the backing of God's authority, then go no more. They find no more than the grace of God. It is through the grace of God that is where you and I can have that ability, the power to overcome sin, to overcome addiction. Somebody is addicted to pornography, addicted to smoking, addicted to drinking. The power and the ability to help you out is the grace of God. It's a free gift of God given unto you and I. The only thing for us to have faith in Jesus Christ. Temptations, you go through a temptation. Temptations will come. If you're a child of God, definitely they will come. The devil will always tempt us. Mind you that God has not tempt. God tests. But it's the devil that tempts. Temptation is from the devil and test is from God. And the devil will always tempt us. The devil will always come. But the power to overcome the temptation, the power that Jesus had to overcome the temptation of Satan after 40 days prayer and fasting was the grace of God that was available for him. Giving him the power, the authority, the ability to overcome the temptation at that particular moment. In other words, in other words, we need the power of God flowing and operating through us if we are going to achieve any real sources in the Lord with whatever he will be calling us to do for him in life. For us to achieve real success in life, to be successful in life, to be successful in education, to be successful in business, financially successful, maritally to be successful, we need the power of God flowing and operating through us. In your career, for you to be successful in your career, you need the power of God. You need the ability of God flowing through you.
to be successful in your marriage, to be successful in that relationship, we need the power of God for our children to be successful, for our husband to be successful, for our wife to be successful. We need the power of God flowing and operating through us. We can't achieve any real life sources. We can't achieve any real life sources without the power of God, without the ability of God flowing through us. And we are saying that grace is the power. Grace is that ability. Grace is that authority of God that is operating through us. So for you and I to achieve something, to achieve anything void on this earth, we need the grace of God. It is the grace of God. It is what? The, it is only the grace of God. Without God's divine power and ability operating through us, we will never make it to the top of the mountain that He is calling us to climb for Him. God is calling us into the apex. God is calling us into the top of the mountain. And without the power, we cannot have that intensity. We can't have that strength, both spiritually and physically, in order to climb the mountain and get to the top there. So in your business, you have to get to the top there. In your marriage, you have to get to the top there. In your finance, you have to get to the top there. In your ministry, we have to get to the top there. And without divine power and ability operating through us, we will never make it to the top. We will do it with our strength. We will do it with our wisdom, but we are going to fail. We will never be able to reach the goals. We will never be able to reach the aspirations, the objectives, and the finish line that God has in store for us. Unless we have the power of His Holy Spirit working in us and through us. So if you want that aspiration to be achieved, that goal to be achieved, that resolution to be achieved, then we need to allow. We need to allow the Holy Spirit. We were talking about that. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of grace. The Holy Spirit is also the Spirit of grace. So without that Spirit of grace working in us and through us, those dreams, those goals, that dream, that ambition cannot be realized. Too many Christians are trying to reach all of their goals, their aspiration, their dream operating out of their own strength. They are doing it with their own strength. But at the end of the day, we see this Christian coming back to blame God. Some backslide. Some tend to speak ill about God. Some think that God has failed them. But it's not that God has failed them. It is because we have refused to allow the spirit of grace to operate through us in order to achieve what God has given unto us. So instead of relying on God's power and leading or leadings, instead of us to rely on God's power and God's leading 
and want God's direction to get all this thing down. We rather tend to rely on our own wisdom. As I said earlier, our experiences, our intelligence, our strength, our skill, our knowledge. But I want you to understand that the Bible has already told us that those who try and build the house of their life through their own effort will end up laboring in vain when it is all said and said and done. So let's continually to depend on God in that business, depend on the leading of the Spirit of God in that education, in that school, in that marriage, that relationship, that business, that ministry. Let's put the soul work into the leading of the Holy Spirit, the direction of the Holy Spirit, which is also the Spirit of grace. I think tomorrow I'll talk about this one. Tomorrow I'll talk about this before I, I, I continue. That the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of grace. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of grace. I'll talk about that tomorrow. God bless you all. Jesus, you were wedding chair. I'm making a verse from the book of Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7. The Bible said, but to each one of us grace was given or grace has been given according to the measure of Christ's gift. To each one of us grace has been given according to the measure of Christ's what? Gift. So every individual, every child of God, a measure of grace has been given. A special grace has been given. A special spirit anointing, a special oil has been given. Somebody's special oil is in craft. Yes. In craft. They can come out with a lot of creativity. It's a special grace that has been given. Even in the ministry, it's a special grace. Somebody has a special grace of healing. A special grace of evangelism. A special grace in apostolic ministry. A special grace in the teaching ministry. A special grace in the pastoral ministry. A special grace in the singing ministry. 
a special grace has been apportioned. He said, but to each one of us, grace was given or grace has been given according to the measure of Christ's one gift. Let me end with First Peter 4.10. He said, having then gift, having then gifts different according to the grace that is given to us, let us let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith. I was talking about the gift. Now this one is okay. Let, let me take this one. The first Peter one said, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. The one I read first was Romans 12, 6. The two all are saying the same thing. He said, having then gift different according to the grace. So the grace has given different grace. Different gift. The grace has given different gift. Special gift. Somebody is good. Somebody has the gift of healing. The gift of working in miracles. Okay. We'll go back to when we look at the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. We'll look at the nice spiritual gift. The descending of spirit, the working of miracles, the speaking of tongues, the interpretation of tongues, the gift of knowledge, the gift of wisdom, the gift of faith. So have you seen? So having then gift different according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. Let us use them. Everybody has been given a special grace. Everybody has been given a special one, grace. He said, let's use them. If it is prophecy, use them. If it is about teaching, use them. If it is about craft, if, 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 if it is about singing, if it is about prophesying, if it is about interpretation of tongues, it is about speaking of tongues, if it is about wisdom, he said, let's what? Use them for portion to our faith. And the first Peter says that as each one has received a gift, so which means that you have a gift. There is a gift in you. There is a special gift inside you. There is a special grace upon every child of God. There is a special what? grace. Every child of God there is a special grace. They, as each one has received a gift, minister to, to one another. Speak to one another. As good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So which means that the gift is what? The grace. So he said, we should minister to each other. We should communicate to each other. We should help each other. As good stewards of the manifold grace. The manifold grace. So we are the stewards of the grace. The gift that God has given unto us. Is what? We are stewards of that gift. If you can sing, you are a steward. If you can prophesy, if you can teach, if you, if, if you can preach, we are stewards. 
of this special grace. So he said, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God, good stewards. A good steward, what do we do? We minister to each other. We save each other. We protect each other. We pray for each other. We intercede for each other. That is a good steward of the manifold grace of God that is available, that God has given unto you and I. Precious one. God willing, tomorrow, I will be touching on the Holy Spirit in the spirit of grace. We are still on our team for the month, returning to grace. And tomorrow, God willing, we will be looking at the Holy Spirit is the spirit of grace. one god bless you all for joining us today god bless you all for joining us today i believe somebody you are blessed today with the word of god so as i said this week i'll be doing 
more of teaching, and then、uh, subsequently we'll be praying as. Subsequently, we, we, we are going to be praying as well. So let's continue to come together and share the word of God. Knowledge is very important, very key in our Christendom. And it is good that God is blessing us with this particular topic. And I believe that the, before we bring this theme or this series to an end, Uh, most of us, we are going to learn a lot. I'm learning. We are all learning. When it has to do with the grace of God, because everything God k e e p on giving me a new thing. So we are all learning. So let's continue to learn. Today, we are going to close early. We are closing right now. I will not come again, but govern it tomorrow. Tomorrow, I'll talk about only the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of grace, and then we are going to pray. Tomorrow, we are going to have more time to pray. Thank you to my dear sister patient. God bless you. God bless. I want to pray a final prayer and then let's close for today and then we'll come back, God willing, tomorrow. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today. We bless your name for the wonderful thing that you have done in our life today. We thank you for your word. We pray that continue to give us more knowledge, more wisdom, more insight in your word. That every now and then we'll continue. Not only be a listener, but a through doers of your word and living according to your word. Let your word manifest in our lives so greatly, so powerfully, and so mightily. This week, may we experience your mighty hand, may we experience your power, may we experience your deliverance, may we experience your transformation, may we experience your restoration this week in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Spirit of God. We bless your name. Now and forever in the name of Jesus. Somebody, if you can hear me online, I want you to type a big amen. God bless you. Papa, you are welcome. Oh, Papa, how are you? I believe you are doing well. God bless you. Oh, Papa, God bless you. Pastor Andre Jackson, God bless you. My dear sister, patient, Tune Berima, God bless you so much. Bridget Berima. My dear sister Ruthman, Ruthman, God bless you. George Efriye, George Efriye, how are you doing? I believe you are doing well. God bless you. Have a, an, an awesome week. Austin, God bless you. Have an awesome week.、Uh, Ruthman, have a wonderful and miraculous week. Pastor Andre Jackson, have a favor and an awesome week this week. Patient Tun Barima, have a miraculous week. Bridget Barima, have an awesome week full of peace and love. Or Papa Ruthman, have A week full of, 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 of testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. George, a free, have a week full of, 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 of wonders and, and miracles in Jesus' mighty name. Okay, oh, wonderful teaching. God bless you, Austin. Austin, God bless you. I hope you are followed. God willing, tomorrow, try and join us tomorrow.、Uh, we'll, we'll continue teaching, and tomorrow I'll be praying with you. Tomorrow I have more time to pray for you. Today I have a, a short meeting. Um, after this session, that is why I'm not coming back. But tomorrow, tomorrow we'll have more time to pray after、uh, the teaching or after the word of God. God bless you, Austin. More grace to you too. I'm so honored. Oh, Papa, God bless you.、Um, God bless you all. Precious one, this is where we'll bring our curtain to a close today on our prayer line at the hour of Gethsemane. The hour of Gethsemane is the hour of prayer. It is the hour where we seek the face of God behind our closed doors. Let's all come together. 
every now and then. Share the word of God and pray together. God bless you. Shalom. Peace. See you tomorrow. Bye bye. Oh, God, so tired.